Hello to all the beautiful black parents listening today. You know what? Sometimes you need a parent. A parent to tell you, yes, yes, you can take a break. Yes, good parenting is caring for yourself. Please take a nap. Yes, you can leave that half clean space alone and talk or laugh about something goofy with your kids. Enjoy the process of parenting your children without comparing your childhood to theirs because, well, this one belongs to them. Be together or separate while respecting the boundaries of each other. My name is Tyra Blanks. I am a mom with almost 30 years of experience parenting seven wonderful human beings. Welcome to Black Joy Parenting. Today's topic, discipline. When my oldest child turned 12, I was excited for the opportunity to go to the store alone. At this point, I was carrying my last baby and the effort to pack up everyone was a lot. You know, don't forget the security blanket, take trips to the bathroom before we leave the house. Boys, boys trying to use the bathroom together for aiming competitions. Grab the diaper bag. You get the picture. Then being asked, where are we going? Many times and answering. While in the car, looking for songs to keep down fighting so that I could focus on the road. Once we arrived at our destination, there was the speech. After the music is turned off, of course. All right, y'all. We're going into the store. We're going to get food and soap for the house. We will not be going into the toy or electronic sections today. If you follow the rules, you will get one of the big round suckers at the checkout lane. The two of you hold on to the sides of the cart and do not let go. Now some of the actions they knew were not allowed. No tantrums, no screaming, no crying, and no running around freely because this was never allowed inside the store, mostly because it's not safe. Now, I could go to the store in less time and not have to do all the prep work before leaving the house. One day I returned from the store and heard a little one sniffling, but everyone was quiet, either playing with toys or listening to music. The time was almost up for the sniffling one to put their arms down. Apparently, little sniffles broke a rule and refused to stop when instructed by the sibling in charge. I asked about the time that was left. They let me know, and then little sniffles stopped. Later, I paid the one in charge after making sure that everyone was okay. Now, as they got older, they had different jobs, so there wasn't just one person in charge. There would be two or three people in charge, and they were responsible for little things like, all right, this one is going to make sure that they're given a snack at this particular time. And this one made sure certain rules weren't broken. So we broke it up a little bit um, as they got older. But now my children are older, mostly adults. On an evening trip to one of our favorite low price stores, I saw so many beautiful black babies and children. Many that were crying, screaming, running around, in each situation, I observed a parent just shopping as if they didn't notice their child in real or fake distress. 
I call it distress either way because they're unhappy. Either they can't or they're having difficulties expressing their feelings and emotions. And then some parents were attempting to bribe and offer all sorts of things to calm them so that they could continue shopping, sometimes on their phones while doing it. Listen, I understand how it feels to take your children everywhere with you. The stress, prep work, that was my parenting story also. But just like you plan for your shift at work or a short trip, all involved must know the plan, expectations, and the reward at the end. But you know what? You also wouldn't go to work regularly right before your bedtime or go to work on a consistent basis hungry. Once my oldest turned 12 years old, I began leaving them in charge for short periods until I was able to leave for about two to three hours unsupervised. But they had instructions about how and what was allowed to discipline younger siblings. Before your mind begins to wonder, let me explain. When the adults are gone, the children will play. And let me tell you, they will make all kinds of science experiments. I know. They'll also rebel against the rules that have been set by the parents. I didn't want to return to a house that was burned down or trashed from fighting. They were allowed to instruct them to run in place for a minute. Or they could hold their hands out for a minute. That was all. Consequences. The word discipline is used as a positive when speaking about diet and exercise. A person keeping up with a heavy school load. Fasting. It is used negatively, negatively though, to correct behavior. But because of the ways discipline has been traditionally administered by either your parents or others. I'm sure many of you have items you were whooped with or beat that you still remember. Naked or fully dressed. Torn down with words that slaughtered your self-worth. To address this necessary area of life, we will simply refer to this chapter as consequences. Our children must learn that there are consequences for every action, good and bad. If the policy at work is no smoking on the clock, you do it anyway, you get caught, there is a consequence for this behavior. And not, oh man, my boss is mad at me. Unchecked by your manager or supervisor, you will continue smoking on the clock until one day a higher level boss shows up or someone from another department sees and now your boss is embarrassed and the punishment may very well be harsh because a supervisor is embarrassed. Now let's get back to the children free range running around in the store and in other indoor places. This behavior isn't new but what do you do when a stranger returns your kid. Personally, I have returned children to their parents. For one, if an announcement is made over the loudspeaker about a missing black child, will people hear? Will they pay attention or even care? Two, I am concerned about the safety of little ones just free ranging in the store. And last, I also do to remind the parent that they are in public with their children. I know I should mind my own doggone business, but y'all, 
our babies are all our babies. And then after the return, the parents are fully embarrassed and sometimes they begin yelling at their children. This consequence is to the parent only. The child hasn't learned anything except my parent will yell at me when they are embarrassed or upset. When your child begins to throw a tantrum, why is this happening? What is the consequence? If you find yourself repeating, stop, no, we're leaving, but you continue to shop with irritation, now your child is in distress, and so are you. Scheduling. It is understandable that everyone has a different schedule. They have work, school, daycare, caring for other children. But ask yourself if the store run is necessary. What time is it? If it's dark, it may not be a good time to take toddlers to the store. I use night as a reference of time because they're tired. It's been a long day. It's possible they haven't had dinner. And I'm not talking about a quick snack, but a meal. If you can leave the child with a reliable person, please do so. Or or consider just staying at home. Imagine you're all out in the store in your pajamas or your church clothes, bright lights, people everywhere, and all you could do is look and listen. No freedom to run away or simply just leave. One time I heard a toddler crying repeatedly and screaming, I want to go home. It was heartbreaking to hear. I don't know the situation, so I won't speculate. But if you must go out with your children and it's been a long day, Take a list and make it quick. The consequence for actions. Now to our children, I know we have learned and we're not beating our kids. We're also not saying things to make them feel less than. This is great. But what I am seeing is that consequences are not being taught. It is unrealistic to think you can do whatever you want and everything will be, as they say, Gucci. Life doesn't work that way. We are teaching them how to be adults, since that's the body they will spend most of their lives in. Now let's take a look at this. The electric bill is due. But let's, you know, our bank account. Um, it's not feeling like a debit right now. Do you ignore this bill? How long do you ignore it? At some point, You got to figure out how to pay it. You receive a refund check from the bank. Do you just stare at it? How long? Past the expiration date? No, you deposit the check. If you decided not to whoop, how do you plan to correct out-of-pocket behaviors? Do you pretend not to see it? Are you planning and stuck in the planning phase to address them? Are you acknowledging good behaviors? Are you paying attention or are you selective and only acknowledge certain children or things that truly suit you? You know, only acknowledging what you deem as a win or success. All actions have a consequence. Our children must learn this. We spend a lot of time telling them to work hard to achieve, but they must also learn about consequences in all aspects of their lives, not according to whiteness, but for their own safety and well-being and your 
mental health as a parent. Spoiled with a purpose. As your child leaves the toddler stage, consequences must change. Let's think about all the toys, devices, and their other favorite things. Out-of-pocket actions must be corrected with a loss of things for a short period of time. Similar to a timeout, but not isolating. Things can be taken and given back after a time. The same can be used for older children as well. Taking devices, video game systems, a phone for a short period of time only. In the case of cell phones, don't take these for days. You may get the opposite reaction to this consequence. Just think about it. Many of us, we check our phones very often. We have to touch the screen, looking for notifications. If you miss your phone, the world stops until you find it. The goal is to correct behavior, not fight with our children. How is discipline a part of Black Joy Parenting? Consequences must be given at an early age. Children must begin to learn as early as toddlers. This is good for you and it's also good for them. When they display positive and fun behaviors, make sure you acknowledge those too so that they repeat these behaviors. As our children age, consequences for out-of-pocket behavior, those things should decrease. You should, you should have less of those. Your child should not be in trouble every week or multiple times per month. Why? Because you may be teaching them that their bad behavior is the only way to get your attention. Basically, if your interactions or presence with your children are mainly to yell, I mean, what you call correcting behavior, you are teaching them to behave badly just to hear your voice and to be seen by you. Beautiful black parents, let's stop this today. I know this might be how you were raised, but this has harmed you. And now another generation is being harmed by the same behavior. Your children are not your enemy. A note of caution. Under no circumstances should you send your children to their rooms in isolation. Take your break some other way, but not at the expense of your child's mental health. So many of us allow our own personal anger to rule the day. Your anger has nothing to do with your child. This is about you and your unresolved issues. Beautiful black parents, it is time for us to stop passing down this immature behavior that is covered in past traumas to our children. Isolation in its rarest form is neglect. If you've been doing this and still using it as a form of consequence or discipline, please stop and seek spiritual and mental health assistance now. You are harming your child and the wounds from this action will take years to recover and in some cases they never will. The damage from this harsh discipline is not preparing them for the real world. It's preparing them to be bullies, not be able to help themselves in a bullying situation. Adults with low self-esteem, to be in abusive relationships, just to name a few.
Some of you may still be wounded from your own childhood. However, this one doesn't belong to you, but you are responsible for the safety and well-being of your own. Let go of controlling behaviors. When children are young, we have more control over their whereabouts, their friends, when they eat. But as they get older, our trust has to grow with them each year. Because if you use control as a method, it becomes a fight over who has the power to win or who gets their way. Beautiful black parents, let's not have power struggles with our children, but a system of consequences. We can't fully create a system for our children until we seek spiritual and professional help for our own childhood, the things that we've experienced. If you say, I'm not going to be like my parent or parents, okay. But doing the opposite of everything you believed your parents did, that won't work. You were a child and you remember more about how you felt in situations than what actually happened to you. What was said, the exact circumstance. If you don't have a plan at all, you will fall into the same harmful, abusive patterns that you experienced. I know. It's not like your childhood. You love your children. You take care of them. They have more stuff than you had as a kid. I get it. But please get help for yourself first and then your children. Whoopings, beatings, hurtful words, and isolation have been a part of our history since slavery as a way to control us. But the plan should never be to control and hurt, but to keep our children safe and help them navigate the world around them. Because we choose not to whoop or beat, it doesn't mean we're raising snowflakes or weak children, but we're raising humans that value their lives, speak up for themselves, and enjoy life. This is Tyra Blinks, and thank you for listening to Black Joy Parenting.